Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I went to the grocery store today. It was exciting. I wore one medical glove. Uh, and, you know, I've got some fashion going on and I've got some paranoia going on. Wait, what color was the glove? Groceries. What's that? What color was oh, the glove? It was, blue. it was blue. I mean, it's like gloves that I get from the hospital. Classic I, I just blue. keep a few like in my bag, my medical bag, just to got have it. on me. Um, but like, I mean... I think it's it's no surprise people are going really bananas right now. Um, and I just like nobody has gone more bananas than the girl who licked the toilet on an airplane. Who licked a toilet? There's this girl. I'm going to just Google it. Sorry for who, yelling so early no, in the podcast. You episode. should. But who licked a who toilet? Licked toilet? Who licked the toilet? I'm, the girl who licked toilet airplane. Let's see if that gives us what we need here. Model who uh, licked Ava Louise. Yes, model who licked yes. the toilet as part of the coronavirus challenge? Yep, that's her. Uh, she sure did. And it's... Uh, <laughs> this is obscene. I'm watching her lick the toilet. Dr. Oz guest, apparently. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> RT this so people can know how to properly be sanitary on the airplane. Instagram model and influencer Ava Louise tweeted, captioning a short video clip of her licking aforementioned toilet seat while staring seductively into the camera. The video had the words coronavirus virus challenge uh, across it. This is, it's, it's, it's so much. Um, don't do that. I think of all the things that people are telling you to do and not do right now. Safely, as a medical professional, I can safely say, don't do that. Don't Instagram do that. model Eva Louise, who licked a toilet seat on the flight to Miami as part of the coronavirus challenge, says she wants to be invited on The View to talk to Meghan McCain. That's the whole article. This is in the <laughs> Miami Herald. That's the whole thing. I mean, that's what we didn't imagine see is- licking the toilet. I licked a, I went on an airplane and licked the toilet during a pandemic because I wanted to meet Meghan McCain. I mean, like, uh, what? the wild thing is, she's she's probably not going to get the coronavirus from that. She's probably going to get, like, Jardia from that. You know? Like, you're going to get some GI issues from that, but you might not get the coronavirus. Yeah, because the, the coronavirus doesn't come from butts. It co- Yeah, it comes, like, from droplets. So if there were droplets on your butt, sure. Uh, <laughs> like, so maybe somebody with coronavirus sneezed on somebody's butt. And then they immediately went to the toilet. Uh, well, welcome to Fan Fight. <laughs> uh, this is a podcast uh, where myself, I'm Danielle, and my amazing, wonderful, incredible co-host, LB Hunk Tears. The brain-broken LB Hunk Tears who just watched a, somebody sexily <laughs> lick a toilet seat on an airplane. <laughs> this really is, that feels like genuinely the most today thing 
or like of this week thing because everybody has lost their mind like fully we all thought like oh 2016 was bad 2017 was bad 2018 was bad and they were friends but we are all i think genuinely officially in like lost mind territory and frankly i think that's a uh, a mindset you could enjoy some fights from don't you, you know like we all lost our minds let's watch old fights that's kind of what this podcast is all about. I am an MMA fan, and I bring LB a nice MMA fight to watch uh, and hopefully enjoy. And LB, uh, in their incredible generosity, finds a really cool wrestling match, pro wrestling match, and brings that for me to enjoy. And we both learn from each other. We learn from our respective disciplines. Uh, this week, LB gave me uh, Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. Uh, from November to watch. And I gave them uh, the women's strawweight match between Jessica Andrade and Whaley Zhang. That's a short one, but I think a good one. And so we both watched those things and we came with notes. And and LB, do you want to tell me a little bit about this incredible Asuka uh, versus Flair match that you gave me to watch? Yeah, let me just shake some of the toilet cobwebs out of my brain yes, here real yeah, fast. Yes, I know. There's a lot of those. Uh, shake those off and definitely get some green <sighs> mist ready. <laughs> okay, so basically the background here is Asuka was... I can give you a lot of background, but I'll give you like a short version. Uh, Asuka was kind of a vet of the Japanese independent scene. She signed with WWE in 2015. Um, she had, I think, what is now the longest undefeated streak in the history of WWE, 914 oh, wow. days. Um, she That streak was finally ended by Charlotte Flair, her opponent in the match I sent you, uh, at WrestleMania in 2018. That was a good match. I actually like this match a lot better. This match was from an episode of Monday Night Raw from November of last year. Um, okay. When they had their WrestleMania match, it was... They were both kind of good guys. It was this very, like, respectful, athletic thing, which is fine. But their energy from November is so angry. They're both bad. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is very, like, important to me. I think Charlotte Flair is a lot better when she's bad. Charlotte Flair really came into her own last year. Uh, she is – she's always been an athletic freak. Uh, sure. She is the daughter of Ric Flair, who is generally considered, if not like just one of the, like definitely one of the greatest of all time in almost yeah. anybody's top 10. So can I but ask, is she, she's his real daughter, not his real stage life daughter. daughter, not his okay, stage gotcha, daughter, gotcha. real life cool. daughter. Cool. Uh, she was a, you know, volleyball track star, track athlete person nice. who got into wrestling because uh, of tragic family stuff. Uh, her brother, I think, wanted to follow in their dad's footsteps. And then he she kind of promised she would do it with him. And he had a drug problem and then he died. Oh, and so yeah. she kind of continued on without him, like in his memory and became like one of the best women's wrestlers in the world now. Um, very quickly. Because she did. That's yeah, incredible. she she yeah. started like, I don't know, six years ago. Seven years oh, ago. Oh, wow. So she yeah. started as like a, I don't know. I guess I don't have a real sense of how soon pro wrestlers start. I know in some sports, like you have to start when you're five, right? To be good at it. I don't think yeah. that's true yet in MMA. I think most MMA fighters start as teens, 
usually. So it's less of that than like a gymnastic situation or an F1 situation or something like that. But is that normal for somebody to start like as an adult? Uh, it's okay. So yes, it is. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. But the amount of time you spend doing it, there's, and like how long it takes you to get good. Mm. Those are all factors. How long it takes you to get as good as Charlotte Flair is not just in terms of moves, because with wrestling, it's just like, you're a performer. Yeah. Yeah. So if you first start performing as an adult, that's actually like any kind of like if you're, you know, a regular athlete of some kind who isn't a like charismatic kind of a, like somebody who does like even MMA, even an MMA yeah. person is yeah. going to have some advantage because you do press, you do a certain amount of like kind of promo work. You have, sure. you know, you do the, you do the weigh-ins, you do this kind of theatrical shit. But if you're doing track right. and no theater, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If you're just running and jumping and being strong, that's you're kind of at a disadvantage. Yeah. It's um, just compared a very to, different skill set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Compared to some. So you have a lot of people who become wrestlers as adults, but they have backgrounds in, you know, prof- like a professional football or, you know, things where you're doing stuff in front of big audiences. Yeah. Or dan- a lot of dancers in the in the women's division, a lot of like former cheerleaders like this woman Naomi is a former uh Orlando magic cheerleader so it took her a while to get the sense of like feeling really aggressive in the ring but her athleticism and her like ability to connect with the audience and have a character and have a personality those were all there from the jump I've noticed that people who don't have and also there are people who start wrestling really young like, uh, sure, the first sure. AEW women's champion, Riho, started wrestling when she was nine. Oh, wow. Uh, in the UK, it's really common for people to start training very young. Okay. People, like, a lot of people will, on the independents especially, will start training when they're in their late teens. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's all across the board. Sure. Charlotte Flair got good very quickly. So she did, she started training in 2012. Asuka started... And she must have been in at least her 20s at that point. Yes. Okay, uh, gotcha. Asuka started training also when she was in her 20s. She's 38 now. Um, oh, hell yeah. Good for yeah. her. Nice. So, yeah. Asuka was actually also very good very early. Um, and one reason she actually didn't have as prominent a career in Japan is because she made a lot of enemies by being so good and like so mean (laughs) so early on that she was this like upstart who would just like hit people really hard for real and then like kind of be an asshole about it. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. But like she's, I think that she has like a very, she's one of the most complete wrestlers in the world today Um, in terms of like her look is like she came to WWE that was that's been her look for years that's been her look for over a decade this like giant robe thong over shorts weird like one stocking garter mask clown paint she's been oh like she had that figured out like the half half hair one color half hair the other color she had that figured out and her like branding shit figured out very early on nice um which I always really respect because 
that's a big part of wrestling. But yeah. I'm digressing so much because I'm. I just no, like, this is great. This I is really love great. both of them so much. Yeah. I Charlotte Flair was like a big part of what got me into WWE. Because oh, also, hell yeah. I hadn't. This is episode five, and this is the first WWE match I'm showing you. So yeah, I know. I I actually think it's pretty awesome. Uh, like. I don't know. There's something really, really appealing about Charlotte Flair. And I look, this is again, this is coming from my very uneducated perspective. But this so far was the most glow match that I've seen uh, that you've sort of given me to watch. Yeah. Which I, I'm thinking of is like a bit of gloss, a bit of glitter, you know, uh, like Charlotte Flair just reminded me of Liberty Bell from Glow, which is a show I <laughs> truly adore and think is like show. one of the best shows like there's just such a liberty bell energy about her and i'm, I'm sure she's like able to be very mean and, and also be a heel and, and be all kinds of things this sounds like she has quite the range but like the blonde the muscles the presence the sort of glitteriness and glowiness i was just like oh i like this i like what i like where this is going as soon as that sort of script went across the screen uh for her and then for asuka i was like oh my god she just she just reminds me of like a Mortal Kombat character. I mean, obviously, a lot of that is the like reptile spit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which happens. But it was really, really fun for me uh, to watch this because it was just such a glow thing for me, um, which, again, uh, is a show I adore. So it's a great show. And I think they did take. So like in the opening credits to glow, they have the like the animated wrestling stuff. Some of that was straight up rotoscoped from uh, NXT women's division. Oh, shit. Uh, not Charlotte Flair, but so you know how the the uh, UFC had that like, oh, the four horsewomen of women's MMA. This is like a branding <laughs> thing we're going to do. Yeah. WWE kind of ripped that off, but UFC ripped that off from the four horsemen from wrestling. So it's a whole thing. But it's, it, uh, yeah, it's a whole circle. I'm sure it's a whole yeah. circle <laughs> of stealing uh, other people's marketing ideas um, where they did that in NXT with these kind of four women wrestlers and Charlotte Flair was one of them. And oh, two awesome. of the other ones, Bailey and Sasha Banks, they had this legendary match uh, where they, yeah, they rotoscoped stuff straight from it and it's in the glow opening credits. Oh my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's I think awesome. it's a belly to belly suplex okay. in the opening credits. Uh, but anyways, this match from November ended up being like, it was this weird raw match. Uh, it was way longer than most TV matches are. It was the day after the Survivor Series pay-per-view, which okay. is like a, an elimination team thing where Asuka turned on... Asuka and Charlotte Flair were on the same team. Asuka turned on Charlotte, sprayed her with the mist, <laughs> poisoning her <laughs> which, poor little face. Can we talk about this mist for I would for love to talk to you about poison mist. What? How? I just loved it. I just, I like cracked up. It was just such a Mortal Kombat thing for me. Like, this is just, this is reptile. We're doing a reptile right now. And then her face is just covered in this horrifying, like, green, they call it green mist. Yeah. But all I can think of is like, I don't know, like 80s Joker makeup or something, you know, like, like <laughs> yeah. Jack Nicholson Joker falls in the vat of this shit and then becomes a Joker, right? Like, it was just, it's so good and so comical and everybody's reaction to it is incredible. Like, this is like, for me, some of the just best physical comedy out of a lot of the things that we've watched <laughs> was this fucking spraying the mist and then the mist and then these like close-up shots. It's just like unbelievably good. Uh, also, like, 
what is it? Is it just like makeup? Or is, is it some sort of concoction that's safe to put in your mouth and put on your eyes? <laughs> like, it is. So I, do you want the kayfabe answer or the real world answer? I I want both. Okay. The real world <laughs> answer is that it's water and food coloring. Okay. Um, okay. So it's fairly safe yeah. substance. Uh, right. I, what I, I think the trick is, I looked this up because I'm like, Danielle's going to want to know about the mist. Oh, yeah. You, you figured it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what I think, so remember in the match uh, when... So Asuka's tag team partner, uh, Kyrie Sane, is on the outside kind of causing distraction, making Who's a ruckus. Who's also great. Yeah. She's, what's great about her is she's actually an incredible natural baby face. Nice. Um, she used to have this like really cute pirate gimmick. Aww. And then they became tag team partners and both became bad. And she's so good at being bad. Yeah. She's also an incredibly talented wrestler. And I will show you, I'm again, definitely going to show you one of her things. She had an incredible feud in Japan with this woman, Mako Satomura. But I'm getting off track. She comes in, she distracts Charlotte, then she distracts the ref. While she's like, while Charlotte's kind of chasing after her, what I'm pretty sure Asuka does is she sneaks away, grabs a balloon full of water with green food coloring in it, stuffs it in her mouth, rolls back in the ring, and then just kind of like compresses that and sprays all Because that's a lot of liquid to hold in your mouth. It's a lot. Yeah. And the control of the spray is, I think, really tough. Oh my god! If like I tried that, if it was just that, in your mouth, if I tried that, it would just be on the floor. That's all. Yeah. It wouldn't have made it to the ring, let alone to the person, let alone to like. She had to practice that. She had to practice that balloon move. There's no question, right? Oh well, she does it like that was a, that's what she'd done the night before. Okay, she, so she it's this, a, she's perfected this. Trick. And this is like yeah. a well, it's not her. I mean, this is an old. Okay. Trick. This is a thing that's been around for a while. It's, uh, I don't know who the first person to ever do it was. It does originate from some Japanese wrestler a long time ago. Um, it got, it's, you generally only see Japanese wrestlers doing it. Uh, it became okay. kind of a, so there's some weird gaze on Japanese wrestlers in the United States. It's gotten sure. less weird, but because it was weird ever, the, that like legacy continues on the uh, yeah. the the green mist isn't like it does originate in Japan it doesn't originate from some like you know creepy white guy being like you're from another country maybe you spray mist from your face sure because gotcha. you produce poison gotcha. um yeah. but yeah like this guy uh, the great kabuki who was a uh, he did it in the United States and I think was like the first person to do it really famously here. Then they passed it on to the great Muta, uh, who Kaiji Muto, who's like a legend in Japan um, and here. There's actually a great article on Fanfight that's just like lists all his supernatural powers, <laughs> including uh, he posts a lot of like nude uh, hot springs pictures where he's just like barely covered up. Which Amazing. I think is very powerful. Amazing. Um, <laughs> incredible energy. Incredible energy. I incredible energy. Uh, so, yeah, there's like, Asuka didn't perfect this. This is a, a long history of perfecting this move, this gimmick. What the kayfabe is, they don't talk about like people producing it from weird secret glands. So I don't know. But they also don't say like, oh, she snuck away to get the mist in her mouth. So it's just like a mystery where it comes from. A mystery, you might A say. mystery. Uh, That's sorry. very good. <laughs> but it does come in different colors. Yeah. 
So green I, uh, is poison. Okay. I think it's all poison. Uh, yeah. But blackness, like, I think is automatically blinding. So like this guy, oh, Bushi, shit. in New Japan, uh, he does black mist because everything he does is black. Uh, okay. He actually has a fried chicken restaurant, and I believe it sells black fried chicken because he's so <laughs> goth. <laughs> um, do you think the, like, beautiful uh, goth baby face uh, from a couple weeks ago would do black mist and not other types of mist? Oh, Darby Allen? Darby Allen. Sorry. I, I, I was struggling for I his name. I don't know if he would you know, do mist. All I could mist. think of was beautiful, beautiful goth baby face. <laughs> No, that's true. I mean, that's you. You've nailed it. He's a beautiful goth baby face. Yeah, he would definitely do black. He would not okay. do a color. Okay, that that makes sense. If he did mist, I don't think he would do mist though. Okay, it's not unless thing. he could. Unless he, real life Darby Allen, human man, could figure out a way to produce it himself. Like you, you could hide something behind the wheels of the skateboard, right? <laughs> like and maybe do like a spray kind of thing. You're just like, yeah, you could. I'm gonna do an ollie. Psych. I'm gonna spray you with this mist, like. I don't know. You know, look, I'm not an expert. I'm just, I got ideas. I think it's a good idea. (laughs) I'm really into it. I'm so excited that we got to talk about Mist because I love, I think it just looks so cool because so much of wrestling is just like, what can look the coolest? Yeah. This one was very much about that. I feel like this match uh, as a whole, like I really loved. All right. So there was a moment that was an arm bar into a triangle, which is such a great move in in like uh unscripted grappling like it is just oh it's so good because the arm is right there you always go from one to the other to the other to the other and it's like oh it's delicious just so good triangles are my favorite thing to submit people with yeah typically uh but like so there's there's this awesome mix of like oh hell yeah i love this move i love this move i love this move and just this like you know, it, it, I could tell like the production values were glossier here oh, than yeah. in some of the other matches um which helped really did help play into the sort of comedy of it again with like the facial expressions and the mist and the like drama of the moment like that worked super super well for me um like being this very glossy very funny very like uh not high flying but very animated i guess kind of match right like very very high energy uh there was so much um there was like a lot of uh you know like climbing the ropes and, and dive bombing and, and doing all kinds of like really fun stunts. There was also a lot of like sliding, like yeah. sliding in and out of the ring, which I thought was super, super fun. So like a very physical match. Very, very fun to watch. I really liked this one. I, I really, really enjoyed this one. Uh, the mist is what took it over the top for me. For oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, but I liked a lot of the other elements of it as well. I thought it was super fun. I like was really struck rewatching this by Charlotte's hair work. Yes. Her hair. Oh, my God. Her hair. Yes. Which is like, I love good hair work and her hair. Like she just wears it completely loose. And there's a million different ways you can do hair work. Uh, Like this other wrestler, Bailey, she has a side ponytail that she'll like or she used to have a side ponytail that she would fix in the middle of a match. uh, And it would get really (laughs) crazy. And then she'd like fix it. Um, But Charlotte Flair just like flipping her hair around and just screaming in rage is like it's such a good combination for me of like, again, you're right. Like the glossiness, like music video, like hair, yeah. hairography, and <laughs> just like, just pure aggression, which I really like about her. It's so good. I really, really liked it. Uh, there was also like a sense of, I don't know. There was this really funny sense of, of 
dynamism among the three women who are like sort of part of this. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't really have the vocabulary for this. So, you know, sort of correct me if I'm not uh, saying this, this right. But like, there was just this really, really fun interplay of like power dynamics among oh, yeah. them, like during who was winning or who was helping and who was doing what. Like this is a, there was something very fun to me. I almost figured like, imagine like elastic bands among them and like they were constantly pulling and pushing and, and slapping together almost in a in a way that almost reminded me of like physics puzzlers like in video games like like goofy video game stuff where it's like oh you're attached to someone and and that kind of thing which i know is a weird metaphor for what was happening but yeah there was a really great energy among them that was very playful and very push and pull no i think i don't understand that. what you mean it all it just i'd also just like and it's that combination of chemistry like narrative structure and then like actual physical like blocking and move structure yeah and those all combine to feel that way i think yeah yeah it's really so. cool i'm i'm really appreciating your art form lb i'm really i'm really I'm starting so to get it glad. i glad yeah I, yeah i needed to show you i was like oh, what wwe thing am i going to show you and then i remember like oh fuck i love that and like something about the <laughs> ending image of Charlotte Flair like she sells the green mist so well like she just looks miserable in the ring and Asuka and Kyrie on the outside looking (laughs) so fucking smug like truly like the cat that ate the canary exactly yeah Um, I think when this first happened when this happened I like got stuck in my head they like looked so smug to me have you ever seen that tumblr post uh, the old Tumblr post that's like, what what's the pink they put in pink lemonade that makes it so poppin'? And then somebody <laughs> reblogs and says, that's pussy, babe. <laughs> I just was like, <laughs> like when I first watched it, the first thing they popped in my head was like, what's the green they put in green mist that makes it so poppin'? And like the way Kyrie and Asuka are reacting just has such a that's pussy, babe, like energy. <laughs> You know, I love this. I'm so glad that now we have the name of this episode. It's really good. I'm, I'm glad that we figured that out. I'm Now I want somebody to do Pink Mist. Yes. That's, the, that's Pussy Babe Mist. Oh, my God. Especially if they have any kind of like to double up on the joke, any kind of like cat thing in their, yeah. in their character. Like, oh, there's so like, many great if, cat wrestlers. Alley cat. Just be let, that's pussy, babe. Like that's like say I start wrestling. Say I start. You know, <laughs> I, I don't have enough hobbies and sports and things that I do. But just say just for example, I start doing that. And my name is that's pussy, babe. <laughs> and I'm a cat. But I'm also like, ha, ah, you know, I don't know. We're, we'll work on it. We'll, we'll work on it. That. Uh, good good yeah i oh, just it's really good yeah i watched this like twice just because i felt like it because i really <laughs> like this i just Char- like charlotte flair in 2019 she started dating this other wrestler they're engaged now he's incredibly talented but part of it is just like they're gross on instagram <laughs> like they're gross in love <laughs> like it's yeah. n- like it's like a little it's almost too much sometimes but like there's something about that like a comfort level of i mean i also thought about you and your partner and like grappling together and just like having this like sense of like stability of somebody who like gets what your art form is or gets that your thing and you do this thing together and you get not just better at it but just like more comfortable in your skin yeah that's what it's felt like 
that's what it felt like. I'm projecting so much and like assuming so much stuff. Like no, maybe she's in great. therapy. Maybe she's doing meditation. I don't know. But something like clicked for Charlotte yeah. last year. Um, like there was a, she was part of that WrestleMania main event uh, with Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. And she was my favorite part of it. And like leading up to it, there was this thing where she kicked Ronda Rousey in the face. <laughs> But, like, Ronda Rousey was in a car with her head out the window, and Charlotte Flair was handcuffed behind her back, and she just, like, boots her in the face. And I think that, that was the moment where I was like, Charlotte Flair, oh, she's coming into God. her own right now. This is it. This is the this is the, the golden era. We're in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the golden flare. The golden flare? The flara? The golden flara? The flara. I'm going to keep yeah. working on it. <laughs> and you'll see some I will definitely show you some Ric Flair at some point because he is yeah everything I will I will need to see some yeah some classic stuff I'm yeah. sure uh, uh, feathered robes feathered hair you know the greatest greatest promo of all time maybe one of them uh, incredible oh. perfect in ring yeah incredible and continued to be incredible like well into his middle age this nice. kind of gnarly old man like Talk about a guy who loved to do a blade job and just have a face covered in blood. And that blonde hair, I mean, the, the you know, the bleach blonde hair, the, it, it, the green looks so good on her with that. And like blood looked amazing on his like bleach blonde feathered do. Yeah. God, beautiful. We'll have fun. Oh. But yeah, I'm so glad you enjoyed this. And I also yeah. really enjoyed the MMA fight you showed me, which yeah. I watched several times because I oh, had plenty awesome. of time to. <laughs> it was a shorter one. It was a shorter one. So uh, I gave LB uh, Jessica Andrade versus Weili Zhang, which was a title fight from last August, uh, the strawweight title fight. And just to give you that tiny little bit of background, this is a big upset, a really, really wild fight. Uh, so uh, we we talked about a little bit about Joanna Yanjacek last time. We talked a little bit about Wally Zhang last time. Uh, but to give you the backstory, Joanna Yanjacek had the strawweight belt for years and years. She lost it to Rose Namajunas, uh, who's amazing. Amazing, amazing fighter. Uh, and then they had a rematch. Uh, she lost the second time. So it was like, oh, this wasn't a fluke. Yeah, no, Joanna, Rose has the belt. Rose fought Jessica Andrade, and she was winning that fight. She was definitely winning that fight. Jessica Andrade is like a tiny bulldog. She's very small, even for the weight class. So she's 5'1", where most women in this weight class are like at least 5'3", 5'4", 5'5", even. It. Sometimes even taller than that. But uh, yeah, this is 115 pounds. So th this is the smallest uh, division in the UFC. Right. Well, and straw is pretty light. I don't know what's yes, lighter. straw is a light thing. It's true. <laughs> they have to go with like light. air weight. Yeah. Uh, there are atom weights in uh, Invicta FC. Oh in the, yeah. yeah, I remember you told me about that. I have a oh, good friend little. who. Yeah, I have a good friend who's an atom weight. Actually, she's an MMA fighter, and we train together all the time. And there are very few people who make me feel big. Uh, she's one of them. I'm usually like the smallest person in a gym, but uh, she's she's a very small uh, woman. So yeah. Coming into this, Jessica Andrade had just beaten Rose Namajunas uh, in a really surprise upset. So Rose was winning that fight, winning that fight, winning that fight. And Andrade got her into a slam, like a really scary looking slam. Uh, it was a legal slam because technically uh, the way the grips were arranged, 
uh, technically, again, this is a weird technicality, uh, but Rose had a particular grip that meant that she could possibly be attacking Andrage in it. Like, I, I forget exactly what the grip was, but it was almost like, okay, she could attack this arm. Therefore, this is like a dominant position. Therefore, the slam was legal. So it was so legal. slams aren't legal? Not normally. You have to be, again, it has to be like this technicality where the person doing the slamming is potentially under attack by the person getting slammed. I, I just want to make sure. Sounds. Yeah. What is a slam in MMA? So it's when you throw the person on the ground. Okay. In so such a way you can't throw them directly on their head, but this one looked scary because she kind of fell a little bit on her neck and it looked a little scary. Uh, yeah. You can throw people, but you're not supposed to throw them on their head. Uh, okay. But a slam is throwing them like, Real hard, basically, okay. and and possibly with your entire body weight, you know, kind of on top of them. Uh, but this was throwing her kind of on her neck. Again, it was deemed legal because of the grip. There was a thing with the grip where she could have been the attacker in that moment. So therefore, it was legal. Like it was a legal move. This wasn't like a dirty move, but it was. It looked terrifying, genuinely. Uh, but she was okay. Everybody was okay. Uh, but Andrade won the belt in that fight. This was her, I believe this was her first title defense uh, against Wei Li Zhang, who at the time was a big underdog coming into this. She was ranked, I think, sixth in the UFC. Uh, not that many, you know, not unknown by any means, had a very, very impressive record, but she wasn't like a, you know, household name at this point. And this is only last August. This is not that long ago. And you see what happens in this fight. It's a very short fight. It only goes <laughs> a little bit into round one. Uh, Andrade, you know, tries her kind of bulldog thing, you know, very, very aggressive. <clears throat> is kind of a pressure fighter, goes right in there. And Whaley just gets elbows on her, gets knees on her and wins that fight. And holy shit, all of a sudden she's the first Chinese champion in UFC history and Oh, my God. Everybody couldn't believe it. They were like, oh, my God, this almost unknown person. Like, holy shit. Wow. Uh, so that's a lot of backstory. I want to know what you thought of it. How, how did you uh, enjoy this fight? She's a fucking beast. I love her. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. When they did that. So I have a friend uh, from college. Uh, sure. If you know the Hunk Tears mythology, you know, I dropped out of college three times. This was try okay. number one. This was okay. like one of my very first friends who I adore, um, who is very into women's MMA. And nice. I was so excited yeah. to tell her, like, I'm getting into women's Aww. MMA. And the first <laughs> thing she did was send me a picture of Zhang uh, from yeah. her Instagram that she posted at Popeyes. Yep. Oh, and she's I'm, going after Daniel Cormier. <laughs> and I saved it. Yeah, she said she's going heavyweight. And I saved it. And they did that, like, uh, the last celebrity you have saved in your phone is the person you're spending the pandemic with. And it's her and Popeyes. Oh, I'm like, uh, so I'm either going to have the best time or get my ass beat. Um, I mean, you'll get some good chicken. You'll get some good workouts. You know, it'll be, it'll be all right. <laughs> she is. So I had to go back because this happened so fast. Yeah, it, it's it's a quick one. Yeah. Uh, so what I was able to tell happened was she, they're kind of like, peck, like picking at each other. Yeah. And Zhang gets her, uh, gets Andrade in the jaw or in the mm -hmm. face somewhere with like that punch. And she's out for like, not out, she's, you know, uh, off her guard or whatever for like a split second. And then Zhang just gets in there with the knees and the elbows. And then that's fucking yeah. it. 
Yep. Was that it's, what happened? It's that split second. Absolutely. That is absolutely okay. what happened. It's that split second where you sting somebody and shock them just a little bit. And then she just knows to go in for blood. Like, that's a very, very, like, seasoned fighter response. Yeah. Like, oh, you see the weakness and you just exploit it and go after it and get it done kind of thing. Like, she just absolutely, it was beautiful performance. And it's so funny because I think right before the flurry, um, you know, at one point the announcers are like, oh, no, she doesn't want to do this to Jessica Andrade. Like, that's where Andrade attacks. And, yeah. you know, Andrade had ca- kind of gone in for, like, you know, a, a flurry, right? Like, kind of going in, being aggressive. And, like, they almost had to, like, whoop, 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 like rewind it back a little bit because <laughs> that's not exactly what happened right there. And it was a whoop. Oh, and she and she wins. And she almost seemed her face. Like, if you watch right after uh, she wins, she almost seems... Like, she doesn't quite believe it. Yeah. She has this look on her face of, like, she, so she screams and she's so happy. And, uh, you know, and then she just kind of looks around like, holy shit, is this real? It's this beautiful moment. And then she goes up to the top of the cage, kind of takes it in. Because, uh, you know, she's kind of, um, I believe this fight happened in China. Uh, in, in uh, I forget the arena they were in. But, like, it, it was, you know. Very much a little bit of a of a home, not a home crowd. I don't think that's where she's from in China, but you know, people who liked her and wanted her to win. So it was this like wild moment of her realizing what a big deal this was. And then she she gets the flag on, and you know, she's very proud. And she and Andrade have a really nice moment of respect. You know, Andrade is like bowing to her, and and she bows too, and they both like kind of have this hug uh, moment where they're kind of bowing to each other and hugging. That is really nice. I. I genuinely like that any fighters of any gender when they show a lot of respect after yeah. the fight kind of thing. Uh, I just feel like that's a, that's just respect. That's all. You're, you're respecting the other person that you've gone in to do a very difficult thing with, right? So Yeah, and that yeah. seems difficult. To, like, that would be difficult to do if you're, like, if your blood's up and your, you know, your adrenaline's up and you're feeling competitive yeah. to, like, cut that out and be, like, a person again. Yeah, yeah. I think because I'm assuming fight brain <laughs> and regular person brain are a little different. <laughs> sure. Because, I, yeah. yeah, they would have to be. But her little flip that she does, because she's just so psyched. Yes, the flip is so good. Yes. Like, I've, I see a lot of people flip for a lot of reasons. I'm a pro wrestling yeah. fan. I yes. never see anybody just do a flip because they're just like, yeah. <laughs> that was like, her flip felt like that. It felt like uh, like a guinea pig just like celebrating you know how they do that sometimes they'll yeah, just be like I, she's yeah. just such a likable champion she seems to fight with a lot of honor and respect uh just a tiny uh tiny note after we talked we just briefly talked about her most recent title defense last uh week on this show and she had posted something kind of nice on instagram uh, we talked about their kind of bloody war, their their bloody battle. That wasn't the bloodiest battle that we talked about. We but we kind of made that little addendum. Uh, and she and and Joanna had actually gone to the same hospital and they had an exchange. Uh, and like Whaley talks about, uh, uh, you know, hearing Joanna uh, crying a little bit. Like they're in the same room, you know, and she and she's like, you know, their beds are only separated by the little paper curtain kind of thing, uh, and that they had a moment. Uh, you know, and there, there's a language barrier between them, so it wasn't like a long conversation or anything. But she'd said something like, you know, 
uh, like I'm, I'm watching you, like I'm looking up to you kind of, uh, oh. like you're the champion. I'm looking up to you. I, I don't want to misquote. It was along those lines. Uh, it was like really, really nice, really respectful between the two of them where they, they just had like kind of a nice exchange and like, Hey, Hey, we were just, you know, a little bit of warriors out there. And, and she said something like, that's what a warrior does. Like, you know, like has this respect, uh, uh, for one another. So it was like super, super sweet. Just seems like a, a hell of a champion and a hell of a cool person. And man, yeah, very likable champion. So hell yeah uh, to Wei Li Zong. Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm looking at her Instagram now and, and just looking at her it's like great. little workout post. She's like, <laughs> yeah. she seems like she's, yeah, uh, just yeah. like lovely. Um, yeah. Like a person I would want as my champ. Yes. Like great energy. Yes. Great. Like she, that, that fight is so short and she comes yeah. in with like so much personality, so much like I have such a sense. I feel like I get such a sense of her, even if I hadn't seen those highlights from last time. Sure. Like as a wrestling person, that always really sticks out to me when I get a sense of somebody's character. Yeah, um, totally. Totally. That she's like, again, such natural baby face energy. Like <laughs> if she yeah. ever if she ever decides to, you know, transition to pro wrestling, she will be set as like um the like the rare monster baby face. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> of just like lovable and terrifying. Like uh, just oh. a, a just the sweetest beast. Yeah, that's the sweetest beast. I, I love that. Yeah. Oh, I, I just and again, that's like I'm I again I'm I'm also really starting to appreciate MMA and like things about like how cool it is that that fight was so short <laughs> like sure. how impressive yeah. that is um that you just like she just got it done yeah. uh yeah really cool so happy for her uh so happy for her success I should follow her on Instagram because these are all very good posts um yeah. she's great on Instagram <laughs> yeah I really love her Instagram so cool I'm, I'm, I'm also just very happy for her success. And I'm also happy yeah. that you're enjoying uh, the fights. Like, it makes me really happy that uh, hopefully I'm picking okay. And also just glad that you're enjoying this thing that I also enjoy, you know? Yeah, it's no, vibe. it's... I, but, like, the main things that I'm curious about are stuff like yeah. rules. Sure. Like, maybe we should do an episode where we talk about rules. Yeah. The rules episode where I talk about wrestling rules and you talk about MMA rules and we just, like, figure out how this thing works. All, both these things I work. I think that's something we should definitely do. Okay, cool. Uh, and like, I could even, I could even have like maybe somebody who fights MMA advise us. <laughs> oh yeah, and I could ask. Uh, um, yeah, I could ask like a referee or something in wrestling because wrestlers don't know the fucking rules. <laughs> I mean, maybe Extremely they do, but none of the ones I'm friends with know them. They're just like, <laughs> like too busy chilling out, rules? taking dog pictures. There's rules. What's that? They <laughs> <laughs> I mean, know there's rules, but yeah, it's. Uh, I'm, like, bummed that I'm getting... I guess I'm, like, bummed and unbummed at the same time that I'm getting into something while it's not happening. But right. also, it means I can, like, go back and see, like, the best of. Like, now yeah. that's what I call fight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe we could just... That's it. That's what we're doing for each other. Is now I that's what is. I call fights. It's it's so wild, the timing of this. And it's funny, because, you know, we do a... Uh, Sports middle as well for for other sports coverage and like we had uh, Fernanda Praches actually came on uh, the show yesterday to talk about how weird it is 
to be covering sports right now. Uh, she's a reporter at uh, The Athletic MMA, and uh, she also talked about how wild it, it was to be at the UFC Brasilia events. Oh, I bet. Uh, not, not long ago, what, 10 days ago, uh, 11 days ago, I guess, uh, at this point, and like how weird it was for them to fight in an empty arena. Like, yeah, because that's not a thing. wild. Yeah, just wild. Um, but yeah, now now things are canceled, which is actually, you know, our, our next segment is like a pretty uh, desolate one because our this, you know, this last segment is for things we're looking forward to. Now, LB, I think some wrestling events are still happening. Yeah, they are. Like. Wrestling doesn't yeah. care so much, which uh, Coletta Rond, who's uh, writes for the site, she did a great piece uh, called Wrestling in a Time of Pandemic. about uh some you know some discomfort with even if even no audience shows like having wrestlers travel um to do these you know no audience streaming shows that obviously like you can't wrestle without you can't wrestle and maintain social distance at the same time right of course so we're recording this thursday last night was aw dynamite and nxt i watched dynamite and i had a really hard time enjoying it sure even though I really liked the people wrestling. Like two of my favorite teams wrestled each other and I just was bummed out the whole time because I'm like, don't stop touching each other. Quit it. <laughs> right. Like, uh, this is stressing it's, me out. <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard. I, uh, I've i been watching, uh, as well as obviously a lot of older fights and, and uh, older sports, I actually just got an ESPN Plus subscription just so I could watch more UFC stuff and more other sports uh, to get ready for sports middle. And then all the sports were canceled. Uh, so I've been watching like old college games and old, uh, you know, basketball Hell games yeah. and shit. And like, I have also been watching, uh, this is possibly of interest to you, the Drive to Survive season two for F1, for Formula One, which went through the whole 2019 season. And oh my God, LB, the amount of times people put their hands in their mouths and put <laughs> their hands on their faces. I can't even, and it's like, this is not a thing that, that you know, you would necessarily notice a month ago, not even like last week, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so wild to watch this thing about a modern sport and a season that just happened last year and just ended last December. And like, you're watching it and it's like, oh my God, they're judging their faces. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, oh my God, it's so much. It's so yeah. much. It's so much. I guess that reminds so, yeah. me, like, if you're going to try doing the mist, like learning how to, to poison yeah. mist somebody, like, don't do it now. Like, let's yeah, wait. Let's wait before you mist. spray stuff out of your mouth. Yeah. Onto someone now else's ain't face. Now the time for mist. <laughs> let's wait. That's yeah, how we can celebrate. That's how we'll celebrate the pandemic yes. being over is we'll all just missed each other. Honestly, be like a big, beautiful rainbow mist. Like <laughs> I could, I could think of few ways I'd rather celebrate the pandemic oh, being over. That you would know? be beautiful. Oh, seriously. But, well, I guess on that celebratory, celebratory note, <laughs> sorry. There is actually a wrestling thing <laughs> that I yeah. don't know. I'm going to try and watch it. It's, It'll be last night when this comes out. Uh, okay. It's DDT Judgment 2020. I believe it's still on. Uh, okay. It's has a show with an audience, which I Whoa. am very weirded out by. Yeah. But the matches look like they're going to be good. I don't know if I'm going to be able to enjoy it or not, if I'm going to have the stressed out about yeah. uh, people touching thing. But um, it's got, you know, Daisuke Sasaki challenging Chris Brooks for the DDT Universal Championship. Uh, Takashita Tanaka for the KOD Open Weight. There's a delayed time admission battle royal for the Ironman Heavy Metal Championship, which, Danielle, you, I will show you some DDT soon. Yeah. They are like kind of a, 
absurd comedy, but also real wrestling company. Not real, real, okay. not like actual. Sure. Yeah. Um, but like the Iron Man Heavy Metal Championship is a championship that's been held by like a blow up doll, uh, a table, <laughs> uh, a ladder, like uh, a mayor of a small city. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Good. Good. That, so, that does sound pretty fun. Yeah. But yeah, for the moment, uh, again, I may start posting some like old matches that you can watch for free that I think are really good. Nice. Uh, independentwrestling.tv. They are streaming kind of old stuff all the time right now. There's oh, the nice. streaming services like a, are. I'm, I'm going to write that down. Independentwrestling.tv. Yeah. Uh, I think they you can do like a free trial right now and just like nice. see what they've got going on so yeah hell yeah we're all yeah we're all doing the things that we can i guess and how um, are you coping without grappling oh my god seriously i'm going banana pants i had to work out a second time yesterday because i was just <laughs> losing my mind it's like oh it's terrible it's also because and like this is just my life but i work from home uh, and I like working from home. I, I genuinely do enjoy it. I, li- I like being with my pets all day. I like having a little bit more freedom. I like not having to commute because that was a big problem for me previously. But I go every day. And, like, going to the gym every day is, like, going to see my friends. And, like, a different variety of those friends will be there on any given day. But, like, it's always at least three or four friends that I know really well that I train with, right? And so it's, like, yeah. social time for me and time I get out of the house and my workout and my sport that I love. So, like... Jiu-jitsu, going to it pretty much every night, like, I go after work almost every day, like, it really is such a a variety of good things for me. It's not even just, like, you know, one of those four things that it serves for me. So, I am losing my mind. Can you uh, all, like, FaceTime and grapple with, like, body pillows or something? I mean, we have been a little bit FaceTiming and, like, talking about workouts and talking about, like, things that we're doing, like... You know, we're all shadow boxing and we're all, you know, lifting what if we have like little weights or, or things like that. And I, I actually I have a treadmill because I'm me. Nice. Uh, and I like watch old fights and I run on my treadmill. And like I'm doing that to keep myself, you know, at least in shape for whenever we get to start again in August or whatever it's going to be. But like, Oof. oh, my God, it's only been a week, LB, and I'm losing my mind. Well, <laughs> Drew Gulak and Daniel Bryan, two WWE wrestlers who are like, uh, as what the Smarks call grapple fuck, uh, which is a, they, it's like, I don't know why they call it grapple fuck. It's like grapple core or something, but like they're very grappling. Because there sure is, (laughs) not to tell on anyone too much, but there sure was a series on a, on a certain porn provider site that sure was actual grapple fuck just, just <laughs> oh, it out there god just i put, need to show you like cyber fights um but yeah daniel bryan and yeah. drew gulak have been doing these like exchanges where they will take videos of themselves like doing wrestling drills uh sure. and the most recent one was doing headlocks on uh daniel bryan did his on a ball drew gulak <laughs> did his on a pineapple so maybe you could <laughs> check out what they're doing god i might I Grappling and like, social distancing. I think you. We. Sh- I gotta show you their them. You're gonna love yeah. them. I think. I think I should absolutely. I will shout out. 
some fighters are doing like they're showing their workouts like they're they're you know uh chris cyborg who we haven't seen yet and believe me we will she's a, oh, yeah. a favorite fighter of mine uh she has been doing i think monday wednesday friday she's actually been putting out workouts for people if they oh, want to do so them cool. you know, kind of with that. her or alongside her on her youtube channel i think for free she's just been doing them like hey you know stay in shape during the you know the fucking pandemic and that's a nice thing for her to for her to do and some fighters have been doing stuff like that so yeah cool oh, well uh those are my tips to try to stay as sane as possible uh do some fighter workouts i guess i should do uh, that and, maybe i'll come out safe. of this strong yeah i mean like god i swear this is the funniest thing but i like every time i get on my treadmill and i'm running hills i'm like this is for all my opponents <laughs> like you know i mean you have to I'm sure they're doing stuff too they're doing stuff too and like you know, as soon as I have um, a somewhat better <laughs> situation that I can't talk about, um, I was actually planning on getting mats uh, for my apartment. Yeah. And at least my partner and I could at least drill. You know, we can't do like full all out rounds or anything like that, but we could at least do some drilling, just do some, you know, just get some stuff like, oh, I don't know this move that well. Hey, let's take the next few months to like learn this move, you know, like this, you know, leg lock series or something like that. Um, oh, you know what you should. Oh, my gosh. Like, one thing that makes me really sad about being a late-in-life wrestling fan is that I never... Like, most people, when they're kids, they watch with their friends. They see something on TV, and they'll be like, let's try this oh, thing. Yeah. Let's try this. Let's, like, put me in a Boston Crab. Like, let's see how this feels. Or, like, <laughs> put me in a figure four. And I've never got to do that, so I don't know what any of that stuff, like, even feels like to do wrong when you're a child. But, like, you sure. can do that. You yeah. and your partner can do that. We That's can. so cool. It is, it is nice. That is one thing about having a grappling partner. And there is somebody else I know who uh, competes in my division, actually. And she's my belt, my size, and everything, uh, who also has a partner who's been talking about drilling with them, which has been very much like, oh, shit, Vicky, we got to get on this because she's going to kick my ass after all this if she's drilling more than me. Like, <laughs> So it's kind of funny. I mean, she did kick. I Full disclosure, this woman beat me by like. 18 points the last time we competed. So it, it's, I already got homework to do to get up to there. So, you know, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I'm, you're so impressive I'll, though. Okay. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. And all right. All right. Let's wrap it up. Wrapping it up now, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. That's all we've got for you for now. And we hope you enjoyed your combat sports entertainment journey with us. Please do actually be sure to rate and review our podcast because it helps us so, so much. We really appreciate that. It means the world to us. And uh, I'm sending out beautiful little hearts to you right now. If you put like five stars on there and say, great podcast. You know, you don't need to leave a like, long comment. You can just be like, wow, it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> and you can listen to all of our stuff at fanbite.com slash podcast. Follow us on Twitter at fanbite media and fanfight with a Y instead of a B there. Instagram at fanbite, TikTok on at fanbite, and of course on fanbite.com. And please do watch Late Lunch. And also we've been streaming a lot lately because we're all quarantined. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, go got my, I got my headset in the mail. I'm going to yeah! set up, try try out some like Fire Pro World Wrestling. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, if oh, I you... can't wait to see that. That'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. Hell yeah. And my, my partner has actually been streaming a bunch lately, too. It's very funny. Nice. Uh, we're all streaming. We're streamers now, baby. Uh, Twitch.tv slash fanbite for all that good stuff. And as always, please do uh, watch, read, listen to all of our wrestling coverage at fanbite.com slash wrestling. LB, is there somewhere we can find you online? 
Oh, I'm on Twitter. I'm Hunk Tears. I used to use Instagram. Now I don't because everyone's saying dumb shit on there. And they're also <laughs> posting their quarantine meals that look delicious. And it's making me very angry because my quarantine meals suck. Yeah. That's I'm very cranky today. Yeah, that's going to be an it's issue. Like, oh, you oh. remember to get red onions so you could pickle onions. Look, look at you go. <laughs> I'm eating candy. <laughs> it's like I've had this protein bar for six months. Delicious, <laughs> delicious. Mm. Uh, if you, if anybody wants to, you can see my quarantine meals uh, on Twitter at Danielle R I. It's it's fine. I don't actually post my I'm quarantine sorry, meals. Danielle, I'm a monster. No, I'm no, so grumpy. I am too, to be honest. For the food situation sucks. Oh, the whole situation sucks. Everybody, just be safe out there, please. This is my one moment of PSA as an EMT. I'm going to my base tonight. I'm probably not going to go out, but I'm at least going to go to my base and do maybe a dispatch tour. Y'all, please, please be safe. Do stay inside. Uh, be careful where you're touching. Wash them hands. Be nice to each other. All those things. That would make me happy as your MMA big sister. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever we <laughs> can do to help you stay yeah. in, let us know. Yeah. What do you we want? We can entertain you. What do you want us bit. to stream? What do you want us to watch? We'll do it. Just please stay inside and Just wash stay your inside, hands. y'all. Just stay inside and wash them hands, you know? Just yeah. wash them hands. Wash them. LB, let's do like a hand-washing slap. <laughs> like a, like a, uh, like, oh, we're washing so hard, you know? Like a, yeah. All right. Like on three, you want to do like hand-wash slap? Uh, I don't know what that's going to be. But we'll find yeah, out. Just go with your gut. Go with your gut. All right, ready? Okay, yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> I don't know. I just clapped. But it was, it was very great. dry. Was I'm not washing clap. my hands at all. They are moisturized, though, and clean. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you, Danielle. Everybody. Thanks, listeners. Thank you, Thank you all. And have a good day. Be safe. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>